it's Charlie. If you don't know me, I'm a certified personal and career coach who helps you minimise your doubts and maximise your potential. Welcome to the Your Time to Grow podcast, where I talk through common questions I might be asked, share my tips, tricks and experience. Hi, it's Charlie here. Welcome to episode 121 of the Your Time to Grow podcast. Welcome back if you are a regular listener and welcome if you are new. Um, Today I want to talk about how your feelings are valid and I'm going to take us back a couple of years now to 2020 maybe, maybe 2021. Um, But it was during one of the very many lockdowns we had uh, here in the UK And I remember walking down the street and a friend went by and she asked me, she passed, how's it going, you know? I knew what she meant. Of course I knew. It was all any of us were talking about at the time. Lockdown flipping learning. Yeah, it's going well, I said. Better than last time. The learning is more structured, which works better for us. She couldn't feign her surprise. Really? She said quietly. It's worse for us. We've had more meltdowns than ever and it's only day two. Still, she said, could be worse. I keep thinking that when I'm in the bathroom streaming. There's always someone worse off than me. I could see her eyes filling with tears. She was trying to hold it in. Yeah, that's true, I said. There's always someone worse off. But it doesn't mean your feelings aren't valid. It doesn't diminish your feelings right now. I don't think she believed me. But we don't have to be grateful all the time. Whilst I 100% buy into positive psychology and gratitude and all of that, I do worry that sometimes we do ourselves a disservice sometimes. Maybe more than sometimes. There is definitely space for finding things to be grateful for and mindful about. And it can 100% make a big difference. However, there's also space for not doing so. For all those times when you just need a good old moan about how life can be unfair. And I want to be really clear, it's okay to feel angry and frustrated that you're trying to do the impossible. Maybe, like myself and my friends, you're trying to bring up your kids and work. Maybe you're working and all the responsibility lies with you because there's no one else right now. Maybe you are on the coalface or at the coalface. And during lockdown, we were all doing the impossible. And right now, although the kids are back in school, we're still stretching ourselves thinner than ever before with additional financial worries of huge energy, food, mortgage, rent bills. There is always times when folks are going through terrible times. But, and if for you right now, life feels horrendous, it's okay to feel it. You don't have to be grateful or mindful or anything, despite everything I say. (laughs) It's entirely possible right now to feel guilty about feeling fed up while simultaneously feeling grateful that you have a roof, a job, your health or anything other to feel grateful for. This isn't a game of who has it worse. We as a society to tell ourselves and others in both subtle and not so subtle ways that it's not okay to feel our feelings. I've been guilty in the past of saying to a friend of mine, oh, it could be worse or minimising my own feelings with a hashtag first world problems. We imply that we or others choose their situation, that they deserve it. The problem with this is that it stops the person in pain from seeking the help they need. 
it feels confusing and they often feel guilty about feeling the way they do. Just because you are told or you tell yourself that others have it worse, it doesn't take away from your pain. Feeling your feelings doesn't make you ungrateful for what you have. It makes you human. We compare ourselves to others in a kind of who has got it worse game. If we went along with the idea that we can't feel rubbish about our situation because someone else has it worse than us, we would have to each compare until there was only one person in the world who had the right to feel like they were worse off than anyone else. And that makes no sense at all. There is no ranking for everybody's individual circumstances and particularly who is better or worse. A friend might mean well when they tell us about someone they feel has it worse than us, but it invalidates our experience. And I'm guilty of this, but I have been trying to learn a better response. It goes a little something like this. It sounds really rough for you right now. Can I help by... And then inserting a practical, helpful idea like cooking you dinner or collecting your shopping. Often, though, the most helpful thing that I do, that anyone can do, is listen. Without interruption or judgement. Let the person vent their feelings to someone who cares. You wouldn't tell someone to get over the happy times or say that someone else is happier than them so they shouldn't feel happy. So why do we do this when we're addressing the hard times? You can be grateful in some areas of your life and still suffer from depression and or trauma. It can be confusing when, on the outside, things look like they're going well, but on the inside, your anxiety is overwhelming. Our feelings, like life, are not a simple case of black and white. They are shades of grey. Whilst it's totally normal to want to hold on to the good feelings and avoid the bad ones, Brené Brown is right when she says you can't selectively numb your emotions. Let me read you this little passage from The Power of Vulnerability, Teachings of Authenticity, Connections and Courage. You can't numb those hard feelings without numbing the others. The other effects are emotions. You can't selectively numb. So when we numb those, we numb joy, we numb gratitude, we numb happiness. And then we are miserable and we're looking for purpose and meaning. And then we feel vulnerable. So we have a couple of beers and a banana nut muffin and it becomes this dangerous cycle. In the same way that feelings aren't inherently good or bad, people aren't all happy, frustrated, angry or sad. It's the meaning you ascribe to your emotions that allows you to classify them as sentiments that you allow or reject. Life is complex. You can feel afraid, mad, surprised, excited and overwhelmed on the same day or in the same hour, sometimes at the same time. Feeling that you don't have the right to complain is one of the reasons people don't seek help. The truth is that having a good old moan is good for your soul. I had the best moan, about half an hour's worth, on a run with a friend. And then we swapped. And she had a good old moan about her life. And you know what? We got to the end of the run and we both felt better. There was a lot of effing and jeffing. <laughs> and it was really good for the soul. So I'm encouraging it. And, and maybe you don't have anyone to moan to. I did a walk the other day where I just spoke to myself. I recorded it and then deleted it because I was like, why am I keeping this? But the act of getting out of my head and into the ether made a huge difference to me. It makes a difference to everyone because we all have the right to feel what we're feeling, regardless of what other people say or how you view your own challenges in light of other suffering. Everyone has challenges, just different ones. And in that first lockdown that we had, I saw the words from a beautiful poem by Damien Barr. 
And there was a line in it and it said, we are not all in the same boat. We are all in the same storm. And this really resonated with me at the time and as time has gone on, has resonated with me more, especially having recently done a mental health mental health first aid course and seeing my own and others fluctuations in mental wellness over the last three years your challenges are a challenge to you and that's what makes them valid none of us deserve to have our sufferings dismissed as inconsequential or worthless by ourselves or by anyone else you have so much worth your suffering is valid your feelings matter no comparison should tell you otherwise Now, I'm not going to offer my normal, here's, you know, X things you can do to help yourself that I normally would. But I am going to encourage you to do one thing. Talk to someone. Whether it's a friend, partner, someone professional, you choose. Take your feelings for what they are, important and unique to you and worth taking seriously. Figure a way to help recognise the feelings, validate them and work through the pain. It's not easy, but it will help. And another little uh, passage from the Brené Brown book, if I may, to finish with. No one reaches out to you for compassion or empathy so that you can teach them how to behave better. They reach out to us because they believe in our capacity to know that our darkness well enough to sit in the dark with them. So thanks so much for listening. I do really appreciate um, every listener and all the support that you give and feedback that I get from you if you have found value in what I've had to say today or if it's triggered a kind of response in you and you want to know more or you want to seek help and you don't quite know who to to go to then please get in touch over at yourtimetogrow.com you'll find um, there's a let's uh, connect let's talk button that you can get in touch with me directly or there are loads of other resources on the website and on um, my free CMS, my careers management system uh, that you can have.